Alrighty, alrighty. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, everybody? Whoa, graphic gone. All right, here we are. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Shooting Shot Show. I'm here live from my balcony. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know why, but I just, I, I enjoy doing shooting shots because we could just talk, you know, have random talk with the homies, talk some trash, be able to get a bunch of people <laughs> to come through. Hey, Nick, yeah. if you can, um, um, tilt that camera um, back down a little bit more for me. Um, so we get a chance to be able to, you know, talk some trash. I get the chance to talk to people that I haven't had a chance to talk to. Ironically, this guy was one of the last human beings that was in my house before coronavirus hit. Nick, uh, Nick was gracious enough to come through. He, uh, you know, uh, <coughs> hopped on the Perfect Journey podcast, which will, I mean, I'm sorry, which will be returning. The only reason why I haven't done it, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, recently is because personally, I wanted to turn it into like more of a person to person kind of thing. Um, and you know, with the Rona, you can't really do that. And I don't want to have random people coming to, you know, through my house and making me sick or whatever. So it will come back when we can all be around each other. But welcome to the Shooting Shot Show, Nick Hamilton. Go ahead. What's up? How you doing today? How you feeling? Hey, man. I, I, I feel honored, man. I was the last brother on, at the crib, man. So that's a good thing. I, I appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah, for having me on man, here, man. too, man. I, I appreciate you for coming on here. Go ahead. Talk to the people a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do. Um, obviously, you know, you know, this episode, we're going to get into Nelly versus Ludacris. So just introduce yourself to the people. If they've never seen you before, they don't know who you are. Talk to the people, Nick. Yeah. yeah. What's going on, everybody? I'm a digital media personality that covers the world of sports and pop culture. I've been doing it for about a dime now. That means 10 years in the game plus and going, hopefully going strong, um, cover pretty much everything on the scene in studio, uh, do podcasts. I do TV, I do digital TV, um, plethora of things man i just love what i do man just enjoy it man um it's fun you know and obviously you said you cover sports so i know you cover sports and entertainment so i'm gonna start this uh you know um shooting shot show off with two questions first question is who's your favorite personal team to cover not about the organization but just mm -hmm. in terms of being around the team who's your personal favorite i mean i'm sorry favorite team you've ever covered and then what i want to know is who's your personal i'm sorry who's your personal favorite artist you've ever covered sorry i was trying to shut my screen not working oh that's tough man um one let's see one one team man that's tough man i'm gonna I'm take the easy question first one of my favorite artists to cover was snoop dogg okay. um you know Daz, corrupt the whole crew because they're so legendary man and they and when you get the chance to talk to them man you you see not only how you know intelligent they are, but they're really down to earth. Um, they have a mind of their own as far as they, they know what they want to do. Uh, they know how to convey that. And uh, they're into so many different things outside of what you see, man. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's remarkable. So, you know, of course, I'm going to keep it West Coast and, okay. uh, you know, go with Snoop and the Dog Pound. But um, who's your favorite artist? I don't, think of, I don't think you've ever told me that. Who's your favorite music artist? Oh, man. And one? One? I mean, you can name you can name a few, oh, but I mean, but man. who are they and why? Um, well, definitely Dr. Dre, of course. Uh, I think he's the greatest producer, one of the greatest producers of all time. I think the way Dre approaches records, the way he knows how to mix records. I mean, he's he's almost like a sonic visionary uh, when it comes to music and just watching him what he does with artists and making household names out of out of artists. Man, it's remarkable and what he's been able to do over the span of his you know, mm -hmm. 30, 40 year career, man. It's in, I mean, you know, 30 plus year career, man. It's remarkable. So Dr. Dre, I've always been a huge fan of Dr. Dre. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I love Dre too. I think I think Dre is amazing. I actually, I actually um, used to hang out a lot uh, with one of Dre's sons. Actually, when I was uh, when I was okay. dating somebody in the past, Dre's a cool dude. You could tell by his uh, you know son that he raises kids right and that they got a lot of values and principles and they like good people. Um, so yeah, shout out to Dre. Yeah, Dre's one of the smartest dudes. I mean, beats by Dre, you know, hey, billionaire. You know, <laughs> right? Hip hop's first billionaire. He nope. single-handedly took the name Dre and turned it into a brand. Thanks like, to really, him. D-R-E, yeah. Dre in general, like he turned that into a, a yeah. legitimate, actual brand that people around the world partake in. I mean, you see I have on a pair of Beats right now, and honestly, I love my Beats. Even as someone who makes music, making, like, uh, you know, my headphones really took my music-making ability mm -hmm. to the next level because once you get a really, you know, pair of high-quality headphones, even though people love to talk about how Beats um, – you know, uh, oftentimes are you know are a little bass heavy, but still, as a musician, you got to know how to mix that. You know what I mean? You Hello. Know how to mix it so that way it sound that good Dude. in the headphones. So I really, 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 really love beats. Shout out to Dr. Dre. So let's yeah. go ahead. Let's get ready to hop into it. Uh, we got this versus battle going on, man. Nelly versus Ludacris versus battle preview. Um, I I think I was looking at it and. This is quite honestly one of the toughest versus battles that we will honestly have seen. I think that when you look at the level of hits that both of these guys have, because mm -hmm. obviously like Ludacris is a superstar off of the stage, obviously because of the Fast and the Furious franchise. But you know, you know, versus Nelly, who never really had a, a second career outside of music, but hit for hit, chart for chart, battle battle. I mean. It's pretty damn crazy. So obviously, I'm gonna start off with who you gonna take. Uh, I gotta roll with Luda. I think Luda is one of the most underrated MCs. Like we're not even talking about his just MCs. And I came out of the era where you had to be an MC, you know. And I and I, I will admit this. Um, if I ever run into Nelly, I, I'll tell him this too. You know, when, when Country Grammar first came out, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Mm -hmm. Right? Like I didn't. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't trying to hear it. And I was, it was just, really, it was just like musical ignorance, right? Because yeah. you can't have an intelligent conversation without at least listening to the record. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh -huh. you know, I think about three or four years later, I think I went back and listened to Country Grammar for some uh -huh. reason. And I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. This dude was kind of ahead of his time in a sense where he came out with his own style in the midst of being from St. Louis, being from the Midwest. And having his own style and then people him he, he's not biting anybody on the west coast he's not biting anybody on the east coast or down south he's coming up with his own style his own sound and then brought his homeboys in and that's what time to turn me on to murphy lee and i realized okay murphy lee is kind of an mc yeah and i made me appreciate when i listened to murphy lee made me appreciate nelly more because he came from that same tree so it's like um you know i i respect nelly and what he's accomplished um He's had hits after hit after hit. Yep. Uh, he didn't care. I mean, there was a lot of people that wasn't high on Nelly at first when he came out. Uh -huh. uh, but he didn't let that stop him. He, he continued to, to, to build on that momentum. But to me, Luda has just been a guy that he makes you laugh, but he's saying stuff in his rhymes. And I think people kind of look at his singles more than his albums. And it's like, well, if you listen to the albums, like he could spit. And I don't understand why people don't put him on the rankings sheet when it comes to MCs because Luda is definitely an MC. 
I feel the same way about Nelly though, cause I feel like KRS One went at Nelly crazy hard, and Nelly watched KRS One. I don't know about Wash. He did. I, I, he, did. Mm, he did. He did. Mm, 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 he did. I'm tired. I don't of know about Wash. Real. He literally said, "I'm tired of people directly at the man. Tired of people saying what's real hip hop." So you gonna tell me, motherfuckers who album flop? A boat done okay. sink and it ain't left the dock. He mad because I'm hot and mad because he not. That's it. But here's it's the over. thing. Battle over. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Albums, albums can fly, but that don't mean you can't spit bars. That don't mean you can't spit bars. I mean, Karras One has one of the most classic records of all time still called The Bridge is Over. I agree. And people, and people from Queens, records, and people from Queens still rock the, the, the Bridge is Over. And, they, and they, it, that was a diss. Mm-hmm. But when you look at hits, when you look th- at... Yeah, when you look at hits, like, yeah, Nelly has hits, but at the same time, when you look at the the style, when you look at an MC and you look at the style, you look at multiple syllables, you look at the syllable uh, uh, twist, you look at how they arrange their bars, that goes into MCing. And I think Nelly was more so, yeah, he had some some lyrics, but I think it was more r&b centric if you if you get what i'm saying like it was more like humming oh man come on dude you know it was dude i'm not and i'm not taking anything away from nelly but i'm like dude it wasn't like bars like i've never heard nelly to this day i've never heard nelly spit bars people say that i hate when people say that how you say you never heard nelly spit bars have you i'm talking about mc bars i'm not my mc bars yes i'm listening to nelly have you listened to grandma what i just say i just did come on man now he can make great. He makes the great songs. Storyteller too. The splurge. He makes great songs. Nelly is creative. I give splurge, him that. Splurge. He wasn't spitting on splurge on Nellyville. Eh. The magazines and heard I made a scene. Believe it or not, I swear I'm just a human being. I'm doing human things because only human uh, dreams. They label me a role model because I appeal to teens. It really ain't that strange now that I think about it. I came up in a game and, and uh, come on, man, change everything about it. When come I'm on, listening, man. when I well, listen again, I come from MCs. Yeah, I grew up in the '90s, right? I grew up in the G Funk era. I grew up in MC eras where you had to be an MC at the most time. Like I said, I have to say the '90s didn't have whack music. Of bars the '90s were that good. Oh a man, stop. Good. A lot of the bars Who in the wasn't 90s good? was not that fire. It was a lot of them bars in the nineties that wasn't that fire. Do you it speak a like of, a true? You speak no, like a true millennial. No, 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 no. Because I, because I respect, I respect the real bar spitters. But it's a lot okay, of okay. So who your, who your real bar spitters? Let me hear. All, all of the peripheral guys that used to be on them rap crews. Every star had his peripheral okay, so, buddies so, so, that so, all so. sold a million and none of them could rap. Do you consider? Do you consider? Only, ex, only, you consider exhibit? You consider exhibit a, a bar spitter? Yeah, but who crew was he a peripheral part of? Exhibit was his own person. No, no, Liquid Crew. Go back and do your research. The Far Eye. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't known. The Barbershop MCs. Yeah, but Exhibit. The Licks. Tash. No, but this is the thing. Exhibit is bigger than his crew. I'm talking about people. He grew bigger than his crew. He grew bigger than his crew, yes. But he wasn't always bigger than his crew. Yeah, but people don't remember Exhibit for being in the crew. They're going to remember him for being Exhibit, though. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Because he, like, yeah, because he grew out of it. What I'm saying yeah, is, when you I go back to. Was, yeah, but I said mm-hmm. that he wasn't a peripheral. Pro- I'm talking about the peripheral members of these groups. Like, even if you look at some of them guys that was in the Outlaws, and no disrespect to Pac and them, but they weren't the greatest lyricists in the world. Gaddafi was the best. Lil Cease won a great lyricist. Like, them, they weren't great lyricists. 
I've always said that in the Outlaws, Gaddafi was the best. One great lyricist. The only great they didn't lyricist write in that crew was Biggie. They didn't write, yeah, because Biggie brought all their lyrics at first. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, when you talk about the Outlaws, to me, there was only two dudes out of the Outlaws to me that impressed me, and that was Gaddafi and Fatal. Yeah, rest in rest peace to Gaddafi and Fatal. Yeah, but those yeah, those yeah. were the I only mean, two yeah, out yeah, there. RIP, no disrespect to anybody, obviously. Out of the two, I mean, I like Edi Amin. I mean, but. Like lyricists, though. Most of these rappers, I mean, it was always the main guy and then a bunch of peripheral guys that went platinum that weren't right. real lyricists. The only real I mean, you look that at, had real lyricists was was Rockefeller and G-Unit to me, where the whole crew could spit. Well, Death Row had lyricists, too, because you had an early Corrupt. Yeah. You had yeah, an early yeah, Snoop yeah, Dogg. Yeah, Death Row, too. Death Row, too. You know, Death you had Nate Dogg that was creative as all get out. Um, you had DOC the writing the lyrics. You had DOC writing lyrics. You had RBX, who was a, who was mean because he felt like he had a lot to prove. Mm -hmm. So they, I think, and then you had the Lady of Rage. Who, I definitely and the Lady of Rage, you know, Lady of Rage can battle some dudes. Like, she can smash dudes. Bad like, Boy, too. Bad Boy had some people, too. Oh, yeah. You had, I mean, you had the Locks. You had Mace. You had Mace. You had Biggie. You had Mace. Yeah. Yeah. You had, yeah. I mean, you had, you had Spitters. You definitely had Spitters. Somebody, somebody commented and said G Unit and Rockefeller. Yeah, what you mean? That had spitters? Yeah. Yeah, Benny Single won the Benny Single won the spitter. What? Even Bleak had bars, but Bleak was never better than whole. Bleak that's was it. inconsistent. That's Bleak was big, inconsistent. That was his biggest problem. Legit, he he was never he could never consistently be as good as Hov. He had because he was records. yeah exactly that was it exactly exactly like like the coming the album the coming yeah. that to me to me was his best album period. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Only thing I, my only biggest problem with Memphis Bleak is that you had another man do the intro to your album. It's well, like, hey, like, you gotta it, sell. I tell you another. That. You couldn't put it as the outro. Why I gotta be? The no, intro? I, I, I totally agree with you. I tell you another spitter. Who? Go ahead. E forty. Shout out to Forty Water. I, actually, E forty is one of my favorite. Uh, modern That's underrated. Rappers. Underrated, and E forty has changed with the with the time. He's still one of he's legitimately one of my oh, favorite he's still. modern day rappers. I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, I wasn't a fan of E40 when I was younger, but pretty much once I hit 21, every E40 post 21, I've loved E40 post 21. Bro, and I, although, I, although you know what, I did like E40 doing like the Tell Me When to Go era, but like the 90s no. E40, mid 2000s E40, that wasn't my favorite E40. My favorite E40 has been actually what he's been doing because of how much he's been able to still be E40. But switch up his style to a whole new thing. Go ahead. I I, I was on E40 in a May when it, when I got slid that CD in a major way. I borrowed okay. it from one of my homeboys back in the nineties, okay. and that was the first time between them between E40 and the Hieroglyphics crew. Hieroglyphics okay. crew ain't nobody seeing Hieroglyphics. The way they were able to bend bars and they, the, the the structure of how they came at it and the the, the multi syllables versus the dual syllable, like the way the structure they were able to to construct their bars. Mm -hmm. Bro, Hieroglyphics is one of the most influential rap groups that okay. doesn't get talked about enough because you got guys like Eminem, you have guys like Andre 3000 who are all respected lyricists that give props to Hieroglyphics because you have so many. I mean, people Lupe just think so. Props to Hieroglyphics and Lupe. Exactly. Is, personally, I think Lupe Fiasco is, I mean, is, is the greatest lyricist of all time. And he gives credit to Hieroglyphics, too. So I, I agree with you. I won't say he's the greatest, but I think he's I up think there he's for sure. I, think I mean, it's I a, it's, a, it's makes, opinion based. I don't think he makes the best music. Now, if you want to talk it's about music, 
You want to talk about music, I won't say Lupe makes the best music, and there's no disrespect to Lupe, because I think Lupe makes great music. But I think Lupe as a lyricist is much more of just mentally beyond most lyricists. I mean, his yeah. last yeah. album was like some kind it was like a, it's supposed to be like a painting about like a mythical slave ship or whatever. It's tw- like so, but go ahead. No, I, I no, I was gonna say I was agreeing with you because I think those kind of dudes need A and R's. And the reason why I said they need A and R because they're so creative, creative and artistic. They're all over the place. Like you said, it's like a painting. Like you're all, you know how you see painters, they start all over the place, but they have the vision in their head, but they got to get to it on canvas. And so I think if you have an A&R, somebody that can guide you and say, okay, Lupe, let's do this right now. Okay, we'll come back to this later. Okay, we're going to mix over here. And, you know, I mean, I I mean, even Crooked Eye talked about that, you know, as as far as being around, because Crooked Eye to me is one of the illest spitters. Yeah, he really Nobody see it. Nobody seen Crook. He's one of the illest fitters and actually one a, a very very nice guy. I, I actually oh, got a cool. chance to to like hang around him a little bit one day when I uh, uh, shot this thing for Sway and King Tech. You know how they had a wake up show. Well, Dude, classic. Company, yeah, so my old company we produced the wake up show live. Where, what? Where, yeah, yeah. Well, like they did a live version. It's online. Um, you see me in the background, oh. literally. So All right, I'm gonna go Darryl look for Andrews. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my homie Daryl Andrews, like he helped produce this with my old company, Full Screen. Rest in peace. And yeah, I knew yeah, Daryl. You know talking about yeah, Big Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah heavy R. Set, R. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my guy, Good man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Big Bear, man. I love that dude, man. He was one of the first people in L.A. that smoked weed with me. He was one of the first people in L.A. that actually told me to rap because he because we would always at my old startup we would go in the parking lot and we would sit in people's cars and we would turn on the uh, music and randomly freestyle. So shout out to Big Bear, R.I.P. Big Bear. Hey, he got put that on. He told he turned me on to uh how to get paid video wise. Yes, yeah. So he he yeah. gave me he gave me a lot of game on how to go about, you know, at, before they changed the algorithms obviously, obviously with YouTube, yeah. but he gave me a lot of game on how to get paid. I used to get checks, bro. Yeah. Like he gave me so rest in peace to that brother, man. His yeah, impact R. was R. always going to move. Yeah, literally, literally. He's one of the sure. coolest dudes that I met and it's unfortunate that literally he was one of those guys that, you know, never had any kids anything, was in his like, you know, you know, mid to late 30s. He was had yeah, his man. first son, and then he had a stroke right after that, and he passed away shortly after that. So, R.I.P. Daryl Big Bear Andrews, man, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you for everything you did for me and for the culture, because he always tried to me. He's one of those people like you, where, where like you might not necessarily agree with everything he say, but he always making sure that everything he's doing is in service to to the culture of black people and to the culture of hip hop and rap. And even when we was working at Full Screen and we did that, ver- I mean, I'm sorry, that Sway's Universe thing. Like it was basically like where, where he coordinated it to where they bought everybody in that played live instruments, and then Swain Tech hosted it live, and then they had a Ooh. DJ DJ there, a beat maker play beats, a drummer, um, and some dude named Bobby on the keys. He's really good, Hispanic guy. Um, his name is Bobby. He's like Grammy winning, and they did like a live show where all of these rappers literally yeah. came yeah. up from around the United States and freestyle live over these guys jam session and crooked eye did like a six minute version of it and he went crazy so make sure you go you look that up um you know uh, uh sway and king's yeah. tech the wake up show live it's on youtube you will see me in the background i got on a white t-shirt i'm holding the uh, camera and the <laughs> craziest part about that whole show is anderson pack before anderson pack was anderson pack he had, he had a long dread ponytail uh-huh. and he was a drummer he drummed and he was the drummer for that wake up show live thing, and that was back in like 2013. That was before anybody knew him as Anderson Pack. He was Dude, the drummer, Anderson- one of the coldest people on the sticks ever. 
do Anderson Pack and freaking YMB Corday. Those brothers are some serious spitters that don't. Yep. I, I can't wait till they really get they just do. Yep. I, I I know Anderson is starting to get, it and I'm glad he hooked up with Drake. I saw YBN I think, live. Actually, I think the night dude, before he won a Grammy, I saw I saw uh, he performed live with Anderson Pack, which is that crazy boy seeing sick. Anderson Pack pre-start him and post-start him. Shout out to Anderson Pack, man. Sick. Them dudes are sick, and they're great for the culture, bro. Like they're great. And then one dude, I, I we, we went back to the the, the Saint Lunatics, but I think when I listen to Murphy Lee, right? Because to me, I think Murphy Lee is underrated. I think Murphy Lee can spit. But I think he was overshadowed because his big homie was already so huge. Yeah. And I think if he'd have continued on mm -hmm. and really like got with some real deal like producers mm -hmm. that could really like bring accentuate his style and his creativity, I think Murphy Lee could have been up there. I really do. I, I have a profound respect for Murphy Lee and what he used to spit because people think, oh, he used to he used to say, What the hood gonna be? And like, nah, bro, you gotta go deeper than that. Like, what the hood gonna be, even in that. You can listen to some of way he constructed some of his bars, but if you listen to like some mixtape stuff where he was just like going like ape shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you was like, even what the hook okay, is a I don't want to song lyrically. No, it is, lyrically, it is, yeah. but I mean, I'm saying like, that like, is that's the, point the surface. Of it is like, what the hook is, we don't, I don't need the hook, right? All I need is a track in the background and something to make their head go around. That's all I need, you know. What I mean? And that's the thing, bro. Like, that was just surface. When I yeah. say I heard him on the on a station and he was just going ape shit. Yeah. Like, I wish I recorded it because I would have had that to this day. Like, I still, man, it's just so much great MCing. And I, like I said, I think it's, it may, I think that's when I started really paying attention to Nelly because I started knowing or paying attention rather to his bar scheme and to his scheme of how he constructs songs and why he was so successful. And basically, he understood, like, hey, man, make, like Pac said, make money for the women and the dudes a father. And that's exactly what he did. So he was smart. I don't take nothing away from Nelly. He was smart. Yeah, yeah. You know? I definitely don't take anything away from Nelly either. I, I look at Nelly as being one of those guys where I think people love to give Drake a lot of credit for, you know, kind of being this guy to to really create the true, like, hybrid between, like, a rapper and a pop star where literally you can have an album where literally it's half rap songs you going in, half melodic pop songs that you have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like before then, everybody kind of thought it was corny, but he, but even Nelly right out the gate, he didn't come out the gate with anything melodic or any pop or anything pop like that. Nelly came out the gate with a song about a drive-by. I'm going down, down, baby. And made it a nursery rhyme. Sweet street for baby, cock ready to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, cocoa. I mean, he did a nursery rhyme and took yeah. it and made it gangster. Like you can't. That's creativity, man. Yeah. That, I mean, you can't not. And again, that's why I said I, it's, it's musical ignorance because I didn't listen to it because it was different. Being from the West Coast, mm -hmm. being how we was, you know, at that time, I think yeah. Nelly came out of what, 97, 98? Nah, nah, it was, I think it was, I think Nelly's first record came out of 2000. If I'm not, hold on, let me see. It's actually Nine, I want to say 98. I want to say that's when Nellyville, I mean, when the country grammar came out. I think it's 98. Country grammar came out in 2000. Yeah, 2000. June okay. 2000. So we were still, the West Coast was, was still trying to find its identity. I was a baby yeah. then. But I, I was a baby. But the funniest thing is, I remember my mom bought country grammar because my mom knew I liked music. And I was like 10 years old when it came out. And my mom <laughs> used to always buy me rap CDs, but she would buy me the censor version. And she mm -hmm. bought me Nelly uh, country grammar. And obviously, like, Nelly's radio versions are completely totally different. different completely different completely right. different from right. the dirty version especially right. country grammar 
right. and and she started playing "Batter Up," and "Batter Up" is a nasty ass song. And I remember her playing it live because she's like, "Oh, I love this song. I'm gonna play this song." Wind up playing it, and then Nelly said, "Before I hit it, it's splitting and licking." My mom was like, "Oh my God, turn this off!" Hold on. I thought it meant about some baseball. <laughs> yeah, I thought this is about baseball. I'm like, and my mama was like a softball coach at that time. She's like, I thought it was about baseball. Hey. Tell nah, you the truth, hey Nelly, hey Nelly can play baseball, bro. Like, yeah, I know. I, I saw him at a, uh, I saw him at a years and years ago. It was at this event where they did like you know the charity events and stuff, and uh, he was playing baseball. I said, dude, if this dude didn't do rap, he definitely could have made it in baseball. Definitely. Like Nelly is a yeah. dude, but when you look at, I mean, flipping even when you look at Ludacris, man. Like when you look at Luda, and you know you mentioned the acting as far as like Too Fast, Too Furious, but he's also been on a plethora of other things too. Um, we're not gonna name that other movie that's on Netflix right now because that was trash. But uh You got Ludacris in a movie on Netflix? Yeah, it's trash, bro. It's called John Henry. It's trash. It's a waste of a, a minute and an hour and thirty-one minutes. Is don't he do the star it. Of it. I'm trying to save you. He's he's in it. Yeah, he's out, he has a major role in don't do it. I'm telling you, okay. I'm saving yeah. you. I I'm saving everybody that's I watching right now. I don't do, do it. it don't do, do it. it. It's trash. It, People not. have been complaining. Like I've seen the, the tweets. Really? It's, I, it's I all bad, it. bro. I it's all it. bad. I, I, I saw, I, I mean, I tried to watch it because, you know, you try to support, yeah. you know, filmmaking and what have you, but it's like, my God, I, I can't get that time back anymore. I'm, I'm low-key a little mad. But, uh, <laughs> but, like uh, the worst I thing think, anybody can say about your movie is like, and as a filmmaker, it's like, yo, I can't, I can't get, get that, that back. time back. It's like, God damn. Go I'm low-key. Man, my sodium levels is kind of high right now. Even thinking about it, let me switch reels. But, uh, you know, I think Luda, to me, you know, we, we, we know about Luda when it came to, you know, the, the, the funny stuff, the comical stuff. Because Luda, uh, his videos were creative. It was almost like watching, like, you know, Buster's videos, right? So when you're watching Buster's videos, you know how creative they are, how funny they are. And that's what I think Ludacris, to me, seemed like he took a piece of that and just elevated to a place yeah. where he wanted to be. But it was still, it was, but he could still spit. But he made he he was he was a MC to me that understood the structure, understood the landscape. Like you can't just be a stone cold MC and think you're gonna make it big. That's not how this works. You gotta make songs that's gonna appeal to people, whether they're in the dance floor, whether they're in the club, whether they're in their trunk or whatever. And that's what he he realized. And I think that's why to me, I think he gets that. I think that commercial appeal kind of usurps his lyrical abilities. Yeah, somebody said Terry Crews. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody said Terry Crews playing John Henry is a big joke. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Comical. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on wait a minute. So Terry Crews is the lead. Terry Crews is the lead, bro. Uh oh. Yeah. I, look, I got mad respect for Terry Crews. I'm don't. I'm not trying. I to used no to. Movie where that man the lead. I don't I used want to, to see that man be the lead in no movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think he what he's done has been phenomenal as far as how he's transitioned his life around. But yeah, some of the yeah. things he said and done, I can't rock with. I can't oh, rock with Terry. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You mad at him about that, Gabriel? You got to get a pair. You got to get a pair of balls, homie. Sorry. Damn. Came you got to get a pair. Hardcore. Nah, just just truth, brother. I mean, again, I I I respect what he how he's been able to turn his career around. I ain't gonna knock him for that. But bro, take a stand at some point for something. Stop trying to appeal to everybody. You can't. You'll lose that battle every time. Let go and let go. People, people that <laughs> people that got like like literally everybody loved Terry Crews, and then a few tweets later, the world turned on that man. 
All it takes is a few tweets, bro. All it takes is one tweet. If All legit, it takes is the one tweet. Whole world turned on that man. That's hilarious. They'll but, love you or hate you with one tweet. Yep. But let's get back to it. Nelly versus Ludacris versus Battle. What I would say this. How about this? Let's go ahead and let's pick. What songs do you think Ludacris is gonna play? Obviously, each artist gets, I believe, what is it, twenty records to play. I believe, yes, 20 um, so, records each. So and then they, they may go gonna, to a bonus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're not going to name all 20 records. I mean, I mean, I mean, we're not going to go through them item by item, obviously. But what are some records that you think Ludacris will play that he will be able to put up against Nelly's, you know, tough top records? Obviously, as we can see on the screen share right here, I'm going to put it back up again. I mean, Southern Hospitality says, for sure. Okay, look. So according to Billboard, and this is posted by Versus TV, Ludacris versus Nelly. Ludacris has five Hot uh, 100 number ones compared to Nelly's four. Uh, mm. The Hot uh, 100 top tens, Ludacris has 18 compared to Nelly's 14. Top 100 Whoa. hits, Ludacris has 56 compared to Nelly's 36. Mm. Top 200 Billboard number ones, Ludacris has four compared to Nelly's three. Um, to, uh, 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 Billboard 200 albums, Ludacris has 11 to Nelly's 10. Grammy wins, they're both tied with three. But in terms of album sales, Nelly is actually beating Ludacris with 22 million albums sold versus 14.5 million. And in terms of U.S. song sales, with 22.9 million versus 19.5 million. And in terms of U.S. on-demand streams, Nelly is beating Ludacris 2.6 billion streams to 1.9 billion streams. So what are those records you think Ludacris will be playing in his versus battle to compete? Obviously, he has way more than 20 records. So what do you oh, yeah. fans fans if you out there comment below what you think Ludacris um, go ahead definitely now. Southern Hospitality got to rock that record um, I think Saturday with, with Sleepy Brown that was a big record um, God he got to rock the record real quick even though I know that wasn't a major major record but Pacific Ocean with DJ quick that's that record uh, is hot you can that record the- was hot you trying to you trying to get that man to lose that you trying to get this man to no, lose no 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 I'm saying at some he point bro he got 20 bro. songs G I'm not saying I'm saying at some point bro I ain't Nick, saying don't be the, your top three Nick you know what I mean come on you is starting the show look bro I'm he telling you he in a battle I, the internet is it a battle though it is, is it a battle, battle? it's not like Jill mm. Scott and Erica Badu no that was a vibe that wasn't a verse that was a vibe, that was a vibe. That, <laughs> that was a vibe with some black queens but no, nah, like I think Erica Badu. all he, jokes aside, come with the heat. No, no, hey. all jokes aside, bro. I think, like I said, you got you you got um, what are the Re- Luke and Chris records they got? Um, when I move, you move. That was a huge record. The Kanye West produced record. Uh-huh, that was yep. huge. Um, it's called Stand Up. Stand Up. I don't know why they forgot that, but yeah. Um. Who else? What else? Damn, man. I got to go back to the Ludacris catalog, bro. Because um, he got some hits, man. Um, damn. So I'm going through each album now. Now I'm going album by album now. Um, damn. I got to go through album by album. Cause I can't. I thought I was gonna be able to memorize off the top of my dome piece, but oh well. Who do you got, man? Uh, me personally, I personally think Nelly's gonna win the battle. But in mm. terms of in terms of Ludacris songs, I think that he's gonna play. I think if Ludacris doesn't play Area Codes, I think oh, you gotta play that. You gotta play Honestly, Move, bitch. If, if I'm if I'm Luda, move, bitch. 
this is the thing. If I'm looting, it really depends on how you want to start the battle. Because, like, when Lil Jon was battling T-Pain, right, obviously Lil Jon got a lot more bigger records and harder records than T-Pain. Mm -hmm. But T-Pain mm -hmm. got a lot of records, right? So Lil Jon, I felt like, was waiting on T-Pain to basically, like, he started off with hits and made mm -hmm. T-Pain kind of draw out them bigger hits first. And then as their catalog went on, it kind of died off because the bigger hits were more like the popper stuff with T-Pain, like right. 5 o'clock in the mornings. Versus the little John, he got snapped your fingers at Psalm 20. You like, right. what the hell? Goddamn. So, if I'm Ludacris personally, the first song I start off with is Move, Bitch. Yes, I just said that. Because, I just said that, yeah. No, 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 no. I agree with you. Because I don't think if you start off with Move, Bitch, you can lose. You can't lose no. that. Unless, uh, because if I'm Nelly, I'm not breaking out Country Grammar or EI until mm -hmm. Ludacris breaks hot out. Uh, yes, here. yes, yes. Until Ludacris mm -hmm. breaks out one of them songs from Chicken and Beer. Or you could do, uh, I think midway, Luda, Luda could do What's Your Fantasy, because that's always been a hot record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I think uh, it, it, yeah, you got to be in your top yeah, 10. That's got to be in your top 10 for Luda. I like, you got to break out What's Your Fantasy. Cause that's, and I think another one is... Question, uh, if Luda starts with Move, Bitch, and Nelly responds with Hot in Here, who you got? Ah, that's a that's a that's a like like that's, that's the thing nelly does hey, what was everything that, he got what was that song what ahead. was that song nelly did with the credit card going down a girl g-string uh, uh 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 tip drill tip drill he gotta play tip drill bro that's an underground hit that's an underground hit bro yes he does and i think if you looter you gotta yeah. play pussy popping he does i need to hear you that. gotta play that I think if you if, if they go back yeah, back back for back, I, I don't care if Granny's watching. So what? Play it. They gotta play it, bro. You gotta Granny play it, bro. Handstand. You gotta play it. Um, hey, I'm gonna have to say the camera down a little bit more for me. Yeah, I'm I'm listening. No, no, the other way. Other way. I think. Oh, I think you gotta. Um, I think perfect, what you do perfect. too. You gotta. Uh -huh. You gotta do. You gotta do. Like you said area code. I think splash waterfalls too. Oh yeah. For the women, you got you got to play something for the ladies, man. You gotta do something yeah. for the ladies yeah. for sure. You gotta play Splash Waterfalls. I think, uh, uh, what's that song? Shake Your Money Maker. Yep. Uh, you gotta play that one. Yep. I, I think agree. you gotta play Roll Out too. Roll Out. Yep, dun, definitely. Dun, has, dun, to be dun, dun. Uh, has to be played. Has to be played. Damn, what's the other one I'm thinking about? Um, oh, the number one spot. Yep. And then Nelly yeah. should play his number one. Yeah. I am number one. They, yeah. 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 But also, Ludacris got in his bag that Missy Elliott song, One Minute Man. He also oh, for got sure. That, he also got that Missy Elliott song, um, that, um, that, um, that Once Upon a Time and God, that Missy Elliott song that she yeah. did. That dude, you got to do Welcome to Atlanta with JD. Yeah, that one. Obviously, Welcome he got to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta. He got Area Codes, uh, man, Stand Up. He got a lot of records. Um, he got, um, um, uh, Man, what's the other one? Actually, I'm finna look at Ludacris. Oh, you know what? Pimping all over the world. Oh, yeah. Pimping all over the world is a hit. Put your hands down. Yeah. If you in shoulder high, you look like you've been standing in shoulder high water. <laughs> Put your hands down. <laughs> it's not vodka, buddy. If I it's won't too lie. Luda was one of my favorite rappers as a kid. He really Dude, was. Luda, Luda is. Luda got. Oh, and the potion. Yep. That Timberland record? Yep. Have you Ooh, yeah. You I, play, I know you played. Yeah. I know you played that in your ride. Yeah, Bro. oh yeah, definitely. 
the just play the instrumental. He still and 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 low key, I won't. I'm not gonna lie. If Nelly respond with some ingrid, I wouldn't mind if Ludacris play "Ho." Go to sleep, Ho. You <laughs> the Ho. Ho. He also got unpredictable with Jamie Foxx that he can play. Yeah. He got uh, breathe in, breathe out with Kanye West. With Kanye West. Yeah. Yep. He and got, then Luda. Uh, and then uh, what else? What else? Luda got something. Um, I know I'm forgetting it off the top of my dome, but Luda definitely has a lot. I mean, Nelly. He also got that song with Raheem Devon, that Bulletproof. Living like we like that's a record. Yeah. yeah. That's a record. Yeah. He got sex therapy with Robin Thicke. He yes. got chopped that's and screwed with T Pain. He got records, bro. He really does. No, he has. I mean, he has an extensive catalog, and that's oh, the thing. Oh, we forgot about the biggest one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, Nelly got a Nelly got his work cut out for him. No, Nelly. That's that's why I feel loaded. I mean, I think it's gonna be tight though down the stretch. I think it's gonna be tighter than the than a Rihanna jumpsuit for sure. But I think when you look at pound for pound, it's gonna be a, maybe a, a game time or, or uh, a photo finish, as they say. Uh, when it comes to who the winner is going to be, because it's going to be tight, man. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely about to play this on my TV and yeah. on my Bluetooth. It's about yeah, to be sure. loud as hell. I'm about for to pull sure. up, and I'm about to act Absolutely. like I'm at the biggest party of the year because it's definitely going to be record after record going crazy, and hopefully they sound as good and all that stuff like that. But also, mm-hmm. let's go ahead now and let's reverse sides, and let's talk about Nelly because obviously you said you think Ludacris is going to win. I think Nelly's going to win the battle. So what I want to know from you is, what are those records if you Nelly? What are those records that you playing? Obviously, we just named a plethora of Nelly. Country records. Grammar, EI, I think, um, um, Air Force Ones. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you got to play Hot in Here at some point. Yep. You got to play the song with Kelly Rowland that he, he yep. made famous. I think you got to even, I think if you go country right quick, just to yep. throw everybody off. All in my and go, head or over and over. Yep. Yep. Just also, to throw everybody off. Even even if you want to go country vibe, rival me kind of is a country vibe. If you, uh, you know what I mean? Like with the acoustic guitar, with the. What you think about Midwest Swing? I like Midwest Swing. He can play Midwest Swing. Is that enough though? Is that enough though to compete? Because I don't know if it's enough to compete. I think it's a I think it's a it's a catchy track that people gravitate towards, but I don't know if it's enough to battle with. Yeah, I think it really depends on what record Ludacris plays. I think. I put it this way. Oh, he got to play grills. If I'm Nelly, I go play yeah, grills. Gritter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely got to play grills. That was he a hot record. Play where the party at? The song with Paul Wall. Uh, um, yep. was it? Oh God, what's the name of? It? I think it was on Paul. I think it was on People's Champ album. Mm. Uh, God, what was that name of that record? I know which one you're talking about. Um, he also got girlfriend with NSYNC. Yeah. But I don't know uh, if that's I, I don't know if you pull that one out unless you absolutely need to. No, nah, I'm pulling. No, nah, you got to pull out girlfriend because you know Ludacris gonna play some pop song. But not, but not, but not early though. Not early. You got to say that like mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid-round. I'm saving it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but I even think um you know flap your wings is a decent song. Like I'm looking at um Nelly Essentials right now. The Janet Jackson record with JD to remix it. Oh yo, I forgot about that one. And it's Janet's birthday. Come on, man. Uh, Come on. I, I, oh, it's her Come birthday. On. Yo, yeah. happy birthday, Janet Jackson! Real quick. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite? What are some of your favorite Janet Jackson songs? Real quick. Happy birthday, Janet Jackson. What are your uh, favorite control. Janet Jackson songs? Uh-huh. I think Control. Uh, <laughs> we go deep. That beat is just banging. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn. 
I like the ballads too. I like some of our ballads, like the one she did off the Poetic Justice soundtrack that never made okay. the soundtrack, but she sung. Yeah. Uh, I like that one too, man. That, that's a cold man. That the, the 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 live instrumentation on that is cold. She played at one of her concerts one time when she was honoring Pop, and uh, the, the band that she had, bro, it was so cold. The Universal Amphitheater, really, it was so yeah. cold, man. It was. I was like, wow. I didn't realize how dope that song really was till you hear it live, man. I mean, really, the acoustics and everything were phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, sh shout out to her. So, all right, I think the biggest problem for Nelly is I'm looking at these Nelly essentials. And <laughs> no, wait a minute. No, no, no. It's not even that. I personally, if you ask me which artist am I taking, I'm taking Nelly. Personally, okay. As a, 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 I, lo I love Ludacris. Ludacris is one of my favorite right. when I was a kid. But Ludacris, and I've had this discussion with my homies a lot, Ludacris' mm -hmm. music has not aged that well to me. The rap mm. style, the cadence, I don't I don't I don't really turn on ludicrous music anymore. But I will turn on country grammar and it still sound like the first day that I heard it. Now, although not every song on country grammar is hot, but Nellyville, I think, is is a is one of them rap albums where I'm not gonna say it's perfect, but it's one of them close to perfect rap albums. Well, I will say this much, it's perfectly mixed. Yes. The way they, they that they mix that album is perfectly mixed. I mean, you go to any rock engineer. I mean, you know, oh, you I do forgot music. about Shake Your Tail Feather too. Oh, Shake Your Tail Feather oh, the, off the Bad Boys Two soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. and that is you song that uh, you know Nelly had. Is you is a is you ain't. Don't get me a right. I forgot about that song. It's kind of really after mm -hmm. two thousand eight. Nelly don't really have no slappers like that though. Well, That's I the look at. Problem. I tell you the one record that never goes out of style. Somebody said that on that Southern Hospitality by Ludacris because you can bang that record. Then you can bang it now. So I mean, Luda, Luda does have some time. Not, I won't say so much timeless, but he does have some music that transcends whatever time frame that you're in. Um, but it's it's not that many. I I agree with you. It's not as many as you the would think it would be. Is Call on me. Well, um, um, the Nelly and Janet Jackson song. Woo! Also, low key. If okay, okay. Does Reduxes count? Mm. Because if they count. Do you remember that's his version of Nasty Girl with Jagged Edge and Biggie? If I'm Nelly, I might break that out because that song is a fire song. That's one yeah, of the what, best. Yeah, what, what was the other song? What was the other song that Nelly did with Jagged Edge? Um, uh, where the party at? Where the party? Oh, you gotta yeah, break that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah that's that, gotta that's gotta come. Yeah. I'll, yep. Hands down, that's over. It's over. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's gonna be tough for Nelly. I'm looking at this. I think Nelly only really got about 25 records that he could play. I'm telling you, bro, it's gonna be battle. a photo finish. So we are gonna see. It definitely is. But, it's definitely gonna be a photo finish. Yep. Yeah, but all right, before we get ready to get out of here, Nick, I just want to thank you for coming through, man. For talking thank about you, bro. Battle with me, this Nelly battle, man. Shout out to all the fans out there. Thank y'all for watching this. Um, make sure, because obviously you guys are gonna watch this after the battle um, ends. If you're watching it on YouTube. Um, so go ahead, comment who you think won the battle if you saw the battle. And if you haven't seen the battle yet, comment below who you think will win the battle. Um, <coughs> fans right now, I'm going to open Luda. it up right now for random talk from fans. If y'all want to drop a comment, we'll talk about anything you guys want to talk about for the next two minutes. Actually, Nick, what do you think about the NBA potentially returning? It seems like they're eyeing a return. Practice facilities are opening up. What are your thoughts? I don't know, man. I don't think it's safe enough to return, to be quite honest with you, because we still don't know enough about this virus. Um, how people can catch it, how you, how, how can't you catch it? You know what I'm saying? How, how, how do you not catch it? Excuse me. Um, I don't know, man, especially when you that close in proximity with each other, man. And, and you can, you can get it from simply touching something somebody else touched 24 hours, you know, before, like uh -huh. 
that to me is not safe, man. I, I know guys want to play. I would love to see the NBA come back, but I don't think it's safe enough. I, I agree with Shaq. I think they should just call the season, wait till December 25th, and start the new season all over again. Yeah, I think after seeing what Jared Dudley posted when he said that he, that the um, the real ramifications for this for the players is in regards to them having to negotiate a new CBA if they don't finish this season. That's the biggest reason. It's why about money. It is about money, but also for them, I agree with them. I would much rather risk dying, and, I, and I'm serious. I would rather risk dying than to risk potentially losing my hundred-plus-million-dollar fortune that I have that was pre-negotiated and predetermined to be happening, and I was looking forward to that money and building my empire or planning to build my empire, and now I can't do that because if they have to renegotiate the, the, uh, the CBA, I'm seeing, I'm seeing reporters and stuff talk about potential solutions saying like yo we might be able to bring back the amnesty because the pistons are looking at people like blake griffin and his um you know in his contract and they're saying oh well we could probably amnesty blake griffin so if i'm guys like blake griffin or james harden chris paul any of these older players that have 40 plus million dollars like if you chris paul right now and i'm the okc thunder all right cool we send this right now immediately and the season's over, we're going to go to next year. But this basically, now we have to arbitrate or do another CBA over the summer to collectively bargain for next season, mm -hmm. and we negotiate the ability to amnesty in. If mm -hmm. we have to negotiate a new collective bargaining agreement for next season, mm -hmm. and they say, okay, well, we want the ability to immediately be able to amnesty anybody we want to, and mm -hmm. we'll keep whoever we want to keep salaries closer to what they were. <laughs> a lot of the players going to agree on it, which is going to really fuck players well, like Chris Paul and Blake Griffin out of – 30 40 of 50 million dollars so if I'm, I'm them that's the reason why they want to come back and play i understand it Go ahead. i get it i get your premise but at the same time if you die what good is having 100 million dollars if you can't spend it because you did so what does it matter if you get 100 million now 100 or don't get 100 million later if you dead you can't do nothing with it anyway I mean, yeah, so that's but if i'm them i can i get the same <laughs> risk going to the grocery store maybe yes maybe no but at the same time i, I got a question for you though we talked about the the Nelly versus Ludacris versus battle that's obviously happened that's obviously happened uh -huh. uh, and happening. Um, what what's the next versus battle that you want to see? Um, I know he won't do it uh, because of his reputation, uh, but personally, I think the the versus battle that I would really love to see um, is I would love to see Little Wayne. Hmm versus Jay-Z. Okay. I think that they are both two of the most prolific rappers in history. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say Lil Wayne versus Eminem, but I would much rather see Eminem versus a guy like Nas because they're a little bit more closer on a lyrical spectrum. Yeah, that makes but, sense. We, or but we all know rather, Eminem was smoke nice. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Or we I would rather that. see Eminem versus Jay Z. I think that would be very interesting. Oh, he was smoke. Yeah, he was smoke Jay Z. I mean, he 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 beat he he got Jay Z on. You think Eminem was smoke Jay Z? Bro, did you hear the the Renegade record? You notice Jay Z's never worked with Eminem again. If you ever noticed that, he never worked with Eminem again. See, I'm an Eminem fan, and I don't think he's gonna smoke Jay Z. I think he would win lyrically. Like, well, I'm I think saying Eminem okay. Would win, like, 11 to 9. That's how I think Eminem. I think Eminem. I think Eminem would win probably. I would say I'm close. I would say 12 to 8. Okay. Because, like I said, but I mean, we're talking about lyrics. 
If you listen to Renegade, and that was Jay's song, and M served him on Jay's song. Yeah. I would love to see Lil Wayne against Eminem. Okay. I would love to also see Dr. Dre. I hope this Dr. Dre versus Puff Daddy versus gets gets going too. Because I think that would be that would be dope. I would love to see Snoop against Jay-Z. I would love to see Snoop. Actually, actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Snoop versus Eminem. Oh no, stop it, man. Not yes. now you're trying to why you do that to no. the why you do that to no, why you listen, do that to the dog? Listen, Wayne versus Jay-Z and Snoop versus M. I think Snoop could low-key stand up toe-to-toe with M. All right. I think Snoop got the records. Who would Ice Cube go against in a versus? Uh, Being that it's the 30th anniversary of America's Most Wanted. Actually, I will, what about Cube versus Nas? I think that's a decent Ooh. one. Cube yeah. versus Nas. Cube versus yeah. Nas will be a good one. I can see that. Yeah. I, I can see that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I would love I to see Drake versus Kendrick. I think that would be now a dope that is going to be a battle. I think that would be a dope. I think I'm, I'm uh, sorry. I would love to see Schoolboy Q versus YG. I think that would be a dope versus battle. Um, somebody said LL versus Cube. I think that would be a dope, a dope versus. That's battle. a good one. Somebody that's said Q one. versus Scarface. That would be a good one. That's a good one too. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and by the way, pray for Scarface. Um, he's going through health issues, kidney dialysis, and stuff. He's really been struggling yeah. with it. Please. Pray for Scarface. out to Brad Jordan, Somebody a.k.a. Scarface. Drake versus Rihanna. That actually wouldn't be a bad battle. I wouldn't be mad Man. at it. See? I wouldn't be mad at Drake versus Nicki Minaj battle either. Because I nah, don't man. think Nicki got 20 records to stand up against Drake. She does. I would love to, I would love to see Drake and Kendrick. I think that's Drake more of, 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 a, of a... Or Drake versus Cole. A battle. I know Drake and Cole are, and I know Drake and Cole are like brothers. Now I want to. I want to see. I want to see. Like I would love to see Kendrick and Cole go at it. Now that yeah. would be fun too. Yeah, Kendrick. And that Cole, would be would fun too. That. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, yo, I would love to see. Like I said, I mean, as far as producers go, yeah, I would love to see Daz against Timberland. That would be fire. Daz Dillinger against Timberland. Yeah, I would love to see Daz, Daz versus Quick. <laughs> Daz versus Quick would be fire, cause they both got yeah. a lot of records. Somebody said Missy Elliott versus Busta Rhymes. I'm not mad at that. That actually would be fire. Somebody said Mystical versus Lil Wayne. Shut your ass up. Who the hell want to see Mystical got five see, records? That's the see you you had to see that's that dumb and shit. And he literally went to jail for rape. I don't want to see that's that. That's that man. dumb shit. Okay. I don't want to see that man. Come on. Now man. do I want to see? Now I would love I to see, see a that, e, I would love to see an E40 and Two Short versus though. Ooh, E40 and two, and they and they also got projects together. I would love to see E versus E40 versus Two Short. Yeah, would, man. Uh, who actually would be actually? You know who I would love to see? Um, um, Drake versus. And I don't think he would win, but I think it would be a pretty good competition. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Drake versus Wiz. I think they both got a lot of pop. I don't know, but I don't, but I, I don't think know. Wiz will win. But I think it'll no, be a good battle. Thing. I think it will be a landslide though for Drake. I don't think it will I think the, the I think that the Wiz better matchup yellow Wiz got No, Wiz up. Wiz don't get me wrong. Wiz I like I like Wiz. Again. I like Wiz. Wiz don't get me wrong. It's no, it's no disrespect to Wiz cuz I think Wiz is 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 a, is, a, is a very creative artist. Mm-hmm. But when I look at guys like Drake, when I look at Kendrick, when I look at Cole, those are the three people we talk about all the time. And I think yep. the reason why we say that because there's Nicky nobody Rose. on those guys. You hear me? Nick just froze, so I'm gonna talk. But I agree. 
Um, we, no, I don't. No, I just said I don't think Wiz would win. I think I think Drake would win, but I think Wiz would make it close. I think Wiz would make it close. I think Wiz. Okay, Nick, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Somebody, uh, a fan comment. They said uh, Wiz would win. No, Wiz wouldn't win. But I think, but I think that Only I don't think he high, would lose in a landslide. I don't think he would lose like T Pain lost to, to Lil John. I think Wiz would lose close to like twelve to eight because Wiz mm. got some records. I don't even. Nah, got some records. He has records, but like I said, there's a reason why we mentioned as 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 he Jay got records with Maroon Five. Like, well, he remember got records. these are guys. Remember Jay on the record said, "Who you think is the best, Biggie, Jay Z, or Nas?" Right? Yeah. Our Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas, which people mention a lot, is Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. There's a reason why people say Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, and that's it. There's a reason why because they're on and each other's levels. Guys. You got, you got to put one more guy in that end. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm saying as far as the structure. I'm saying as far as the, the three MCs that we talk about is Drake, like Cole, Wiz, and, and, you got and Kendrick. Wiz, Wiz, Wiz. Then he not on a level, bro. He's not on a level. Talking about who are the biggest rappers of this generation? Wiz Khalifa is one of them. Wiz, you have to put Wiz in that conversation. Uh, I there put Wiz in no the top. No other rappers 10. that have been bigger than Wiz this generation, outside of them guys you named. And you can say Logic, but Logic, I'm not putting no, on no, the no, same no, level no. with those guys. He don't. I have would the same say I would. I would throw Wayne Wiz. in. I would throw Wayne in there only because nah, Wayne. Wayne made bling bling. Bling Bling came out when I was like twelve. He not a part of his generation. But, that, but that's Wiz a whole is. different, bro. You stop it, CP. Stop it right now. No. Because you know there's a different Wayne. There's a different version of Wayne. That was little. That yeah, was. Yeah, but you can't include him with version. Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. They are part of the generation more with Wiz than they are. They really are. Okay, if you go, really if, are. Did you want to really start? Wayne is a different here, generation. Even you out here, like yo, Wayne, a different generation. You, you see, ahead. you out here, you out here carding people. So since you out here carding people at the at the door, all right. I'm carding myself. No, no, no. You out here carding people at the door. 30. I see. How, I see how you. Do, I see how you do it. It's okay. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, what I will say is, I think, like I said, no disrespect to Wiz. I think Wiz is up there for sure. Yeah. Um, but again, there's a reason why only three names are spoken in most conversations. There's a reason. And that's because they all on each other. They 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 are the Mount Rushmore yeah, of if you name their the levels. Rappers, if I tell you the name of five biggest rappers of the past mm -hmm. fifteen years, Wiz Khalifa's name is coming up in there. He got I, the I'm biggest not saying, song ever. Listen, I'm not saying he he's got not. The big, you know he got the, literally the biggest song ever. Well, Black and Yellow. See you, no, see you again is literally. Oh, see the you again. Yeah, 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 in yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember at one time it was Black and Yellow because everybody, even the NFL yeah. teams, the well, NFL okay, he got was using it. the biggest songs ever, ever. Ever, you, I mean, you well, you got know. well. You, listen, Ever. I'm not knocking Wiz, bro. I'm not knocking Wiz. You, you trying to turn it in like I'm against no, Wiz? No, 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 no. Because we're not talking about. Don't get me in battles. trouble with Wiz now, man. I'm trying no, to. No, no, no. We just talking about versus battles. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about rap battles. We talking no, about no, no. record battles. I, I, if listen, you name it, who got the biggest records? He up there. I would like to see Cole against Wiz. To be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I think that is more of a battle, and I would love to see Drake and Kendrick because we never really got a chance to see those two really go at it like we should have. I mean, because it spilled out into some other stuff I'm not going to get into, yeah. but it's some other yeah. stuff that it spilled into that had to be squashed uh, yep. before it got out of hand. So I would love, on a musical tip, I would love to see them two kind of go at it. And then one day I would love to see them two collaborate again, much like how we saw Meek Mill and Drake yeah. collab. Again, I, I would love to see Kendrick because I think they're both talented brothers, man. I think I think Drake is born to rap. I hate his singing. I think his singing sucks. 
but as far as the rap goes, I think he's definitely gifted at rapping. He can he, he can hit you line for line. Yeah, I agree. But all right, Nick, let's go ahead. I'm about to get out of here. Get ready to prep for this versus battle, y'all. Make sure y'all go check that out. It's going to be on Nelly Instagram, Ludacris Instagram. It'll be live. Shout out to Timberland and Swiss for giving the culture something good that we can have. Respect. It's kind of like it's kind of like sports, but I mean, obviously we know the players because um, we know the songs, but we don't know how the battle will turn out. We don't know what records will be played because obviously we've seen some people not break out their biggest hits and not break out their biggest heat in these battles. So we're going to see. <coughs> Manny Fresh. I'm, exactly. I'm taking Nelly. Nick's taking Ludacris. Luda. Um, Nick, go ahead. Get your plug in. Talk to people. Let them know where they can find you at one last time. Yo, man, everybody hit me up on all social media platforms at Nick Hamilton LA. Thanks, TP, for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. And congrats on the new show, man. Let's Alrighty. get it. All righty. And also, fans, I just started a new um, service. I, I am personally going to be helping the world bring their podcast to the world. TPJTV.com. Go check it out right now. If you've always wanted to start a podcast, start a show like I have, I am starting a company, a service, a platform, a network for people like you to be able to start your podcast. You can get your own video podcast and audio comes with it for as little as $25. Make sure you go and you check it out. Um, I want to make sure that I can democratize content for everybody, for the whole world. So even if you don't have a podcast skin, it'll come with a podcast skin like you see right here all design tpjtv.com go check that out i want to make sure that i can help the next generation of artists and content creators bring content so shout out to all you guys make sure you go sign up for tpjtv.com schedule your podcast i will be scheduling podcasts this week and we will make it so that way everybody can do it it comes with a podcast planner so you don't even have to pre-produce it yourself you just fill out all the info and it'll send you an email of your podcast planner uh, so that way you oh. have it set out you can just write your notes on it if you want to print it out we also got available skins audio tracks um intros for people so make sure you go check it out tpjtv.com i'm trying to democratize content for all I appreciate you guys. Enjoy the battle, and I will get up with you guys on Hoops and Brews on Monday. We will have locked on clips there to talk, and we should have a special guest within the next couple weeks, NBA player coming on Hoops and Brews. Until then, we will get up with you next time. Shout out to Nick. I appreciate it. Shout out to all you yes, all sir. out there. This has been another episode of Shooting Shots. Until then, we will get up with you later. Peace out.